Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jay here from Stratford Paddock. That's Joe Smith. This is the Paddock Podcast. We're live. You know what to do. Get involved in the comments and the chat. We're going to be talking about VAR. Again. VAR. Yeah. V-A-R. Yeah. Video. Assistant. Added. No. Reconnaissance. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. That's the official title for it. Because it's in the headlines and everyone's losing their mind about it again. Because it's rubbish. And it's upset the Scousers. Yeah. Which, if you want a reaction from any fan base, then Liverpool Football Club, they're, they're, they're the people to go to. Yeah. Because once they start getting decisions going against them, all bets are and off. It really matters. Then. Yeah, it does. I mean, we'll get into all that. We'll go through some of the, the statements, some of the apologies we've had from uh, Pugmol. We'll go through some of the decisions, what's going on. And also, we'll bring it back to Manchester United because we're the most important football club in the world. And also... Another thing we'll get into as well is his Liverpool statement, yeah. which is like which is bizarre, a threat. but weirdly may sort of help things longer term. We'll see. We'll we'll get into that. Yeah. When you say help things, yeah. What do you mean? What would help things for you? Well, I mean, I I've been saying this for ages, a year. I don't know how long more. That I think you've been saying it for at least ten years. Ten years since before VAR came in. Yeah. VAR's got to go. You did. You said that. It's just. It is. Ju- I mean, I don't want to sort of tread over all ground too much because we've got so much new stuff to talk about, which new, we'll get new into. Stuff. But it just isn't helping things. It's not helping the sense of injustice. <laughs> it's not helping the sense of excitement in the games. It's, you don't walk away thinking, well, you know, we couldn't celebrate that goal, but at least we got the right decision. No one's saying that. No, no one's thinking that. And while it may have, you know, on the whole, we probably get less errors now than we used to. Per, error, per capita. Per capita. Um, the errors that we do get yeah. are more egregious because four people have had 90 seconds to yeah. look at them. So, you know, it's, it's like it, it doesn't make any sense. You can understand one person yeah. making a mistake when they get to see an action once in full speed. I can see why people make mistakes. Football is a game of mistakes, right? What I can't accept and what seemingly no one can accept is a referee, an assistant referee, two people in a van, and infinite replays making that those same mistakes. Yeah, that is unacceptable. And when it comes at the at the cost of being able to celebrate goals because you think one way or another they're going to find a way that this didn't count, anything that's marginally offside, any sort of pushing and shoving in the box, any time that there's anyone sort of stood near a defender, maybe an elbow, maybe a tug, maybe a, a you know blocking a, a vision here or there, you expect there to them to find a way to potentially rule that out, which means you can't celebrate. 
which is terrible, which, could, which is, the, is the single thing that should be protected most in football is the joy of a goal going in. And I said this a couple of weeks ago, that's the best thing about football. That's really the only thing about football. That explosion once a week, or you know, hopefully more than that if his team score more than one goal, but every week on a Saturday, you get to have the best fun of the week. That joy of a goal going in is the best moment of your week. And when that's cut in half or less, because you, you don't feel like you can celebrate, and then you go, oh yeah, you can celebrate. Yeah, that was good, but not as good as it would have been. Then that, that, that can't be happening. We can't you know, sacrifice that at any cost, I think, unless it's you know, utterly terrible. There's no reason to, to put that on the line and that's what they've done. And it's not making anything any better. And there's this sense of controversy every week anyway. So what is the point in keeping it? I agree. I'll get into some of the comments and then we'll go through some of the inconsistencies we've seen so far with VAR um, over, I think this is just this season actually, is it? Are they all this season? I think there might be one that's that's not. We'll get into it anyway. Yeah. Um, loads of people in the chat. Uh, BMW Racing 1974 says, hello, Joe. Uh, hello, Jay. Hello, Joseph. Hello. Um, Ross Murphy with a load of emojis. Santa Notch says, va. Ross Murphy says, you can just carbon copy it. Last week's podcast, yes. Uh, Witterbird says, good afternoon. Hope you are all well. Thank you, Vicky. Hope you're well too. Um, Flashburn 52 says, it's not VAR. That is the problem. It it's is. the port standard of referees. Nicholas Walker in the Super Chat says, surely Liverpool's threat will influence referees referees decisions that's what moving i want to talk about in a little bit yeah you're yeah. going to um you're going to mention that and you're going to yeah. get into that because we've seen this up from the liverpool playbook before from jürgen klopp call out decisions referees whatever yeah and then that tends to help things go your way in the future abinav verma says i just think liverpool will get decisions their way but i want it to help us as mm. well yeah i mean it, there could be a, a happy medium here where everyone gets what they want I don't like VAR for one reason, and you've nailed it. I mean, there's lots of reasons to, to hate it, but the one reason that really does my head in about it is lack of celebrating. Yeah. It ruins celebrations. And I know I repeat myself a lot on this channel and about this subject, but there's been circumstances that just stay in my memory, like the Chelsea game when VAR was first, first brought in and we won 4-0, not fully celebrating what would have been the goal that sealed the win for us mm -hmm. because I thought Rashford was offside. I was waiting for that VAR because I had it burning into my brain and it wasn't. Me and you've been on a watch along where you didn't fully celebrate and you were saying, no, no, it's, it's, I think he's offside as VAR like, and there wasn't. But you didn't, you know, the moment yeah. had gone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. For that instant sort of celebration. And that's the, the saddest thing for me is you don't have the, the sort of, the ability to just let yourself go now because there's little part of you, well, there is in my brain anyway, going, is there going to be a decision here? Is there going to be a, mm. uh, uh, is it going to be pulled back? Even for goals where you don't know it's anything. I didn't see anything for Johnny Evans versus Burnley. No. I, I didn't see a thing. I literally thought he scored. Yeah. I was shocked when it was like, oh, hang on a minute. I thought, why? What's going on? Yeah. Now, you might argue that actually Rasmus Hoyland did infringe, but certainly didn't seem like the time. And it was a celebration that you're like, yeah. And then you think, oh no, VAR, what are we doing? Yeah. Um, and it just sort of spoils it for you again. And, it's just to the point now where it's like that was like a little reminder don't celebrate too quickly yeah. because no there's always something I'd, I'd love a stat and i don't i don't think we can get this I'd, I'd, you'd have to go through things and maybe someone has this stat i'd love you know how many years var has been involved let's say it's been five years yeah the, the, the most recent five years compared to the five years before var arrived how many goals had been overturned I would love that stat, the percentage of goals that were overturned before and are now overturned. Because it seems to me that the number of goals that are overturned now is 
dozens of times more. Certainly, it's far more prevalent to see a goal overturned for one reason or another, isn't it? Yeah. Like, obviously, goals were overturned occasionally. You know, people pushing or pulling in the box, the ball goes in before they overturn it. Goals got disallowed. There has to be so many more disallowed goals now than there ever was. But partly because, like you've said in the past, or partly because, you know, they're seeing things for the first time, which makes sense, but partly because they now let things go when they know they're going to overturn it because they're not quite sure. So not only do you get all of the goals that got missed in the past now being overturned, you also get those extra times where the referee or the linesman knows it's offside, yeah. but they don't put their flag up just in case they're wrong. The ball goes in the back of the net, you cheer, and then that's overturned as well. It sort of compounds itself. We see more because they've been discovered, and we see more because the refs are allowing more goals to go in that they know full well is going to be overturned. So you get to the point where this sort of Pavlovian conditioning where as soon as a, a goal goes in, I get stressed. I don't get excited, I get nervous. I know. Like, you know when you see those dogs, those videos where the dog stood at the French doors and the door's open, but it refuses to come through and it's pouring at the, at the, at the open door because it's ran into the glass door one too many times. So now it daren't even go through when the door's open. <laughs> That's me when a goal goes in. I'm stood outside in the rain, pouring at the open French door, shitting myself because I think I'm going to get my nose hurt if I run into it. I daren't celebrate. It's gone worse than just like, oh, I'll be, I, I, when a goal goes in, I go, How's this going to get turned over? It's a hor It's genuinely yeah, it a is. shit feeling. It a goal is. going in brings me more stress, or almost as much stress as it does joy. And then you have the few seconds where the checks are over, and then you celebrate. And that is worth, what, a quarter or a, at most half what you used to get in terms of that joy of celebrating. Half as much. The only times an hour I feel safe is when it's a penalty, but even then, someone could have stepped into the box. Like, there's nothing that's safe. Oh, two passes ago, Bruno Fernandes gave someone a dead leg. No goal. All right, let's just no. not watch football anymore, shall we? Have you ever seen the film Big Daddy with Adam Sandler? I have, and I've seen it so many times that I that it's sort of burned into my memory. Certain really? scenes of that, yeah, it's one of the few shows films we on video. Do you know where he shares that flat with John Stewart at the beginning? Sorry, I've never seen it. Oh, have you not? Right, he shares a flat with John Stewart, and they're having a surprise party, and he walks in, they all do surprise, yeah. and they realise it's it's not I've seen it John right. Stewart. Yeah. And, it's, and they're like, oh, and then John Stewart walks in, and they do a half-hearted one. Yeah. I'm like, oh, we wasted the good surprise on you. We wasted the good. That's what it's like with football and VAR and goals. It's like you're wasting yeah. the proper celebration sometimes on things that aren't a goal, yeah. and then when there is a goal, you're not doing it full because you're like, oh. Yeah. So what? So it's just ruining it. So if that if that bit's the VAR thing, yeah. What in football is the bit where he, he, he wheezes the bed and then he puts newspaper on it? What is that? That was our performance football. against Brighton. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, good lad. Um, <laughs> it's like um, Andrew Corbett, ninety six, says J point re ninety ninety nine cup final, uh, Champions League final incoming. It's true. We wouldn't have had that win over Bayern Munich the way we had it if VAR was a thing. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, Joe C says, VAR was intended to prevent the truly egregious mistakes, not decide whether someone's is in a millimetre offside. Uh, Abdullah Ibrahim says, ever since Klopp and Lampard mentioned us getting penalties, we hardly had any calls going our way. All objectivity has just disappeared. Resonating Silence says, we need technology that gives a player a mild shock if they receive a ball in an offside position and he's put in brackets, tongue in cheek. That'll learn him. Yeah, uh, just need a sniper. Yeah. And if you're in an offside position, he just shoots you. Yeah. Uh, Colin Felix says, scrap VAR and reinvest the money in stocks for refs. I don't think he means stocks and shares. I think he means like... 
well, what, what where we you should throw rotten fruits at them. Is um, refereeing at grassroots level and paying refs more than they get paid. That's what I would say. And Have I you say, been I, listening to Henry Winter by any chance? Uh, I haven't actually. I saw they wrote a list, but I didn't read it. I've been saying that for eight, again. I've been saying it I for think well Henry over a year. Refs need, refs need to earn more money. Yeah. That's how you fix this. Who wants to be a ref? And when you see this stuff as well, do you think this, the scrutiny of refs has decreased since VAR came well, in? Well, no, it's just now. It used to be one ref per game. Now four refs per game get absolutely dragged through the mud on well, social media and in the newspapers. It's, it's even worse. We'll go through Henry, Henry Winter's list, and then we'll go into some of the, the decisions that have gone wrong. So Henry Winter says BBC asked me for five points to improve VAR. I got to six and counting. He said, play audio live in grounds, giving greater transparency of decision-making process. Two, improve refereeing standards by investing even more in grassroots, including training up and fast-tracking academy rejects. Three, introduce semi-automated offside. I thought he was going to say semi-automated weapons at one point. Uh, four, introduce VAR specialists. Five, limit travel of officials in 48 hours before Premier League game. There's a bit of intrigue there. We'll get into that later on. Mm. Six, change rules to allow emergency intervention in 10-second window post-restart. Do you know where number three there? Read that to me again. Introduce semi-automated offside. Okay, didn't mean to say that. Intr read number four for me again, please. Introduce VAR specialist. Now, what is a VAR specialist? Is that, is that correct me if I'm wrong, this is my understanding of yeah. that is... That's a, a sort of a, a kind of human robot hybrid yeah. that's been grown, pod, uterus, whatever you want to call it, from the ground up with a VAR headset on. Yeah. That is just playing kind of replays of all of football matches from the big dawn of television, what, 1910, what? all the way to modern day. And they have such a sort of complex, robust understanding of every rule of the game that they can just be sort of flung onto the pitch, wheels for legs drive around getting every single thing right is, is that what you're saying when he talks about a VAR specialist is that sort of semi-organic robot hybrid that's been grown from the ground up to be perfect at VAR potentially yeah I okay. think that's because I just think that what he's done there he's summed up society yeah because I tried to make one of them yeah I got a, a, a live chicken yeah. took the, all the feathers off it put it in a sort of lukewarm bath of custard yeah covered the room that it was in in screens I take you know it, like that dome I take in Las it Vegas birds custard by the way yeah it was birds custard obviously covered the room in screens like that dome in um, Las Vegas yeah and just pummeled it with Barclays yeah absolutely couldn't unadulterated Barclays unadul it was a sort of a, a visual foie gras effect where foie I absolutely gras. force fed it Barclays until it could basically right. it could ref I don't know the World Cup final it yeah. was that elite but then the bird obviously short lifespan dead Ate oh, it, delicious. Shame, but at least you got a good <laughs> meal out of it at the end. Um, I think this whole thing about introduce VAR specialists, it's just everything's a referral. Yeah, I know. It's just like, you got, like I'll just I'll go and see someone else, yeah. they'll be out of you. Anything, anything you do now, you just get referred to someone else who's going to help you. Like, yeah. oh, I can't sort that out. Let's get someone else to do it. Well, I'm not the referee. Go to VAR. Well, go to VAR. No, no. You need to speak to the specialist about this. Yeah. It's like, what, what I'm doing? Getting it's my like car fixed? Or are you, yeah, exactly. Or are you going to just give us a decision? So I get where uh, Henry Winner is coming from, but it does seem a little bit like we're just going to keep passing the book or sort of kicking the can down the street, if you will. Could I offer, a, not a, and I don't, I'm not necessarily saying I would like this, but just to open a concept here that has never been tried, cool. as far as I'm aware in football, certainly not in modern football, the concept of retroactive awarding of points. Oh my God. No. What, do, no. what do you make no. of that? No. I, don't, I, I don't like it, Bro. but do you think that that, no. is, that could fix no. things? Absolutely That not. is not, I know you're, ask, you're putting the question put out, out there. there. That is the worst thing that could ever happen to football. 
right? Because you're not only talking about celebrating a goal that's not a goal. You could be talking about leaving the ground, thinking, we've just won that game. Mm. Happy days, we've won the league. Going out, getting levered, yeah. going home, waking up the next day and finding out that actually there's a review, post-match review, and they've decided to give the points to City who've actually won the league and not you. Like, that would just be horrendous. You need to know when you like the game is finished, and I don't mean the Brighton game where there was a full-time whistle and then there was a VAR decision, we got the penalty and we scored and won the game. I mean, once the game is officially ended, yeah. those points are the points that have been awarded. Not, we're now going to go to the court of arbitration to find out who's won a game. I think that would be because we have a, we have a, a concept. The concept of points deductions is accepted and, yeah, and, yeah. and a working thing in football, isn't it? Yeah. What about the idea of points no, additions? I, I mean, I think it it open up so many issues as well. Oh, my bet's come in. We've won. Oh, I'll just spend all my money. Well, actually, we've had a review and your bet might have come in, but you now owe us the money we paid you out on that bet because you've no longer won. I just think there'd be Impossible. loads of issues I with agree. it. Like, I, I understand your point. And also, it'd be like, instead of investing in a, a top striker or a top goalkeeper, let's invest in the best lawyer. Let's get beat every week, but argue our case in the court so we can get all these decisions reversed and we can be given the points that way. I think it'd just make a complete mockery of it. I mean, it's that awful of an idea. Don't count it out. It'll probably happen. Because yeah. well, uh, you see a lot of things saying, well, it's not going to get us the points back, but we'll do it anyway. Yeah. I won't, you know. You saw it like the closest we've come to seeing something like that attempted was Sheffield United when West Ham stayed mm. up and they got relegated. And um, Javier Mascherano and Carlos Tevez came into West Ham through slightly nefarious means with the third party ownership. Didn't look 100% legit. Helped to keep West Ham up. Sheffield United went to the courts and said, look, this wasn't fair. This wasn't within the rules. We mm. should have stayed up and they should have gone down. And it went all the way, I think, to the High Court. And the High Court said, look, it's tough. Basically, it's tough. You're probably right, but yeah. we can't just go reversing relegations because they've broke the rules even though we should I <laughs> like I just I just feel that that would cause more problems than it would solve I agree. Um, right let's look at the inconsistencies in VAR then I will yep. get into some more comments because there's loads of people in the chat right this year or this season I think this is this season unless yes, I'm it getting is. it wrong the uh, there was Spurs uh, Tottenham's Romero handball versus United no penalty mm -hmm. we spoke about this the other week Arsenal get a penalty versus Tottenham for almost the identical thing with the same player the same player Romero again if anything, the United one was worse because I think against Arsenal, it was closer to him when the shot came in. Mm -hmm. There was less opportunity for him to get out of the way. With the one against United, it was Garnacho from the edge of the box. Shot came in. He's put his arm up in an unnatural position, blocked a shot that was going on target. No penalty. Then we have Rasmus Hoyland against Arsenal's Gabriel. Again, mm -hmm. you look at it and you think, that's a foul. Yeah. That is a foul. Anywhere else on the pitch, you'd probably get a foul. Not a foul, not a penalty. VAR doesn't give anything. Um, Ward handball, United versus Crystal Palace. Again, this is the one from the weekend. I've just... Dermot Gallagher, who's that bad, he makes Peter Walton look competent, mm. on Sky, was saying how Ward's hands were tucked in. No, they weren't. His hand was here. Yeah. Out to his side. Now, you might argue that it's a bit harsh to give that as a penalty because he wasn't looking, nope. he had his back to it. It's, it's his hand rather than him putting his hand towards it, whatever. But, I mean... I don't even know what the rules are at the minute. To me, it looked like an handball. I thought it was an handball, but, but that's, that's like saying, "Oh, you know, I I got on the plane and I didn't have to buy a ticket because I didn't have my wallet on me." It was like, yeah, but you need to have your wallet on you. Yeah. You can't just look away 
and go, well, you know, it hit my hand, but it's not a penalty because I wasn't looking at it. Well, everyone would just turn away then. Why don't, when you stood, uh, when there's a wall where there's a free kick, everyone have the free kick taken behind you, everyone face away and put your arms out like that. And if it hits your arm, it can't even possibly be a handball. So you might as well, like, that's not a defense. I wasn't looking, I wasn't doing my job, so you can't give it a handball. Like, that's just shit. No. Like, you, you put yourself in a position where your hand hit the ball and it stopped it going to a United player. Your hand is outstretched. The fact you were looking at it or not is completely irrelevant. No. It's not simply a, 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 a system that's based and on you could always, whether you, you meant could it or not. You say that to the new level. You just do no-look handball. That's what I'm on about. Yeah, it's like... Look the other way. Put boom. your hand out. Fine. Like, Corner's coming in. I'll look that way. Just do that. Pour it away. Stand on the goal line. We all face the other way. Just put your hands up and stop the ball going. Like, you can't do that. No. That's a ridiculous defense. We're always not looking, so it don't count. Right, well, what? where do we take that to then? Uh, read the next one. The yeah, so, is a kanji one for me. Yeah, so then, th again, this one is like either of them, either one of them, sorry, either both of them or none of them have to be goals. Kanji stood in front of Leno whilst in an offside position when Aki scored the header for City, obviously. This is the one that, by the way, Early Haaland said was off was was incorrect. <laughs> he agreed it was offside. Yeah. Um, then United scored a goal like you mentioned a few minutes ago. Johnny Evans heading the ball in, and Hoyland stood again. He is doing in front of the goalkeeper. I think personally, once you see the replay, rightfully offside. But we can't have that one being offside and City's not being offside. No. Like we've set the precedent the week before or the day before, whenever it was, um, for the for that to be a goal. Then it comes round again and it's not a goal. It's just, it needs to both be, or neither of them be, and I personally think neither of them should be a goal. But, you know, City benefit from it and United don't, and I don't think it's a City-United thing. I think it's just an incompetence thing. But it's an <laughs> yeah. incompetence that's costing us points and helping City out on this occasion. It's just shit. Yeah, it is. And on the back of some of these decisions, not all of them, other, or other decisions as well, we've seen apologies. Yeah. So the Pugmol have come out several times um, this season and apologised for mistakes they've made. So this weekend we've saw the Spurs beating Liverpool 2-1. Luis Diaz had a goal ruled out for Liverpool after being incorrectly ruled offside with VAR, uh, Darren England failing to intervene. We'll talk about that in more detail in just a minute So well. there was that one. There was one that went United's way. Uh, United beat Wolves 1-0. Andre Nana recklessly challenged uh, uh, Kaladzic um, inside the United box but VAR, John Moss failed to instructs on pitch referee Simon Hooper to check the pitch side monitor for a penalty. So there's an apology there. Do you know what I think we're suffering from? I think that's been like why we haven't got some of these decisions. Yeah. It's almost like, oh, well, they didn't get the one against Wolves that they should have got. So we're not going to give them ones they yeah. should. It's just ridiculous. Is this all, are these all 2023 or are they in the last two years? If we go to the next shot. Um, okay, so going back to the October 2020. Sorry, it, since the start of, of last season. So since August... Uh, 2022 there's been 14 apologies right and those so are don't just, need to run through those are just there's the ones lot. that have been um, officially apologized for they don't include the ones where there's a clear mistake and they just never addressed it they didn't address um the, the hoyland one they didn't address uh, officially or certainly didn't apologize some, for the, some of the, these the as Romero well one against united are quite seminal like if you scroll move that back up while you had it so the, the City one, was that the one, the City one, where it was a big point in the title race, I think, um, and then Everton should have had a penalty. Referee Paul Turning and VAR Chris Cameron missed a handball from Manchester City midfielder Rodri, yeah. failing to award Everton a penalty. Quite an important one, that, I think, in the, in the title race at the time. Some of these ones where you look and you go, that could have made a big difference, yeah. that. And again, it go, boils back, back to the idea that, yes, 
decisions can go against you or they can go for you. And when it's one person making a mistake, we can live with it. But when it's a team of people with a replay or with the option of watching replay after replay yeah. and they're still getting it wrong, it's very, very difficult and to stomach. And another one, just underneath that, the Arsenal-Brentford one, uh, Brentford scored a goal that was offside. That could have cost Arsenal the league. <laughs> yeah. uh, like I know in the end it was eight points or whatever it was, but in, in, at the start of February... An extra two points would have made a massive difference to Arsenal. Well, there you go. Like that's within two weeks of each other, almost. Yeah. City get a, a penalty that should have been against them, not given, yeah. and um, Arsenal get a goal that shouldn't have been given against them, given. And that's what a four, four point four swing. Point, there. Four point swing that can make a big difference, and yeah. that might have given Arsenal a bit more belief going into that final sort of furlong where they started to falter. So there's been some really big decisions here that have had repercussions. What so I'd like to know is, it if is anyone a bit in the comments who, who's a, a fan of AAR, what do, you th what do you like about it? What do you believe that it's made... How do you think it has made football a better experience? Just what do you, what do you like about it? Other, and, and other than, you know, well, it's here to stay, so we might as well get on with it. A genuine reason why you think this has improved things. What do you think is better? And, and how do you think it's improved football as a whole? Get that in the comments if you, if you believe Yeah, that. because there will be some... I presume there's going to be some people that actually like VAR or think it was or it is a good idea. We want to hear from you because everyone I speak to don't like it. I don't know anyone that I, likes yeah, it. Yeah, even the ones that were for it are now against it. Yeah. And I think it's just, Cause, just ridiculous. Because even the old argument of it's not VAR that's the problem, it's the people. Well, we're, we're beginning to realise that yeah, maybe even if that's the case, these are the people running it. Mm. So what are you going to do? Just have loads of mistakes because the people are bad. The options are either no VAR or this. Yeah, there isn't as it as it stands. There is no option where you go. Yeah, VAR is great and it runs itself. Like you know, VAR specialist, it may be a step towards that. But what does that? How look much? Like? It's still a human being how much who's it, prone to errors. Do you think the, the the people aren't good enough then? Because was it the Euros where? It was pretty quick and controversy free. But again, like, is that perhaps not a case was. where it was implemented well? Maybe it was a case where it was implemented well. Was the Euros well. when it won the I World Cup? So, yeah. I think there's the Euros, and everyone went, you're getting decisions within a minute, we're yeah. not having to wait. And when you review these decisions, like on match of the day or whatever, or the, 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 the Euros equivalent, mm. you're looking actually, they got it right. Mm. Like, it seems to be well done there. Yeah. And yet, in England, in the Premier League, it's anything but where you've got a list of apologies, a list of mistakes, and referees and assistants who are becoming famous yeah. for all the wrong reasons. I know. You know, is it Darren England, the bloke yeah. who, who's responsible this weekend? I thought that was a, a. I mean, it'll be trending for the rest three days now. I know. Not for good, good of cause because he's made a mistake. You know, Paul Cerny, Jonathan Moss, we've made, named them all. Chris Kavanagh. These are all people who everyone knows and everyone has got an opinion on yeah. because of bad decisions and because decisions that have gone against them that shouldn't have happened. We've always known refs, right? Knowing a referee's name isn't anything new. Going back to you know, David Ellery, like right? mm. people go, oh, you know, it's him again, or oh, it's it's whoever, or he always gives us a, an hard time, or he, he's great, you know, whatever. But now it's like you don't just worry about the ref; you worry about who's on VAR, mm. and then. He was it Andre Mariner last season. He was just a disaster mm. as both a referee and, and as he a left, VAR. Yeah, well, no, he couldn't have come any sooner. He was just awful. Um, not a moment too soon, sorry. He was just terrible. But it's like, you know these people for all the wrong reasons. Mm. You have this already sort of expectation that they're going to mess it up because the reputation precedes them. Uh, Resonating Silence says, people will argue it's made the game more fair, but it has also made it worse. Sa yeah. uh, Seth Smith, Seth Smith, 
who's been a member of the academy for nine months, says these LP pundits need to shh. United get screwed by VAR, not a world, said. Liverpool get one call wrong and everyone questions the matrix. For G's sake. Um, Speaking of, um, you know, Trevor Paddock, we've yeah. got some big news, haven't we? We have got some big news, yes, because we are going to have another event, yes. right? We did this last year around a similar time as this event uh, where we went over to Dublin and we had a, a live event. Me, Joe, McCola. Stephen Alson on the stage doing a live event. It was amazing. It was one of the best nights so ever. Good. It really good was. Um, yeah. And last Brilliant. last time we were joined by Brian McClare, our good friend. This time round, we've um, we've put <laughs> we've put two links in the chat there. Forgive me, I did one. I didn't realise producer Ethan was doing one as well. Um, we're gonna have John O'Shea joining us. So bonafide United legend, the guy who you know scored the winner in front of the cop in the ninety third minute. Nutmeg Figo got a clean sheet when he went in goal at White Hart Lane. Just absolute legend who's done it all and and won island the t-shirt legend well. island legend as well yeah. so if you can get down there them, you know. get involved i know it's gonna be mint. yeah um proper fanboy in it i'm not even gonna deny it we're just gonna fanboy it so there's a link in the chat yeah. link in the description as well click on it if you can come down the 28th of december show us a bit of support we do appreciate everything you guys do for us and it'd be great to have a live event the last one was just such a top night yeah. and it's always good when the four of us get together and then you're throwing John O'Shea into the mix, a bona fide United legend, and I just can't wait. It's going to be such a good night, and I'm so looking forward to it. And hopefully, you, yes, you lot, will be there as well. Let's talk about this Liverpool statement. It's been a right debacle, this, hasn't it? Because this statement is, I mean, it's it's almost a threat, really. It's quite weird in the sense that yeah. it feels like it's crossed the line from going to you know we're unhappy with what's gone on mm. to we're not having it we're going to do something about it you know whether you like it or not and we're actually coming for you mm. so liverpool released a statement this was 21 hours ago so after the game against spurs and it says liverpool football club acknowledges pugmol's admission of their failures last night it is clear that the correct application of the laws of the game did not occur resulting in sporting integrity being undermined we fully accept the pressures that match officials work under. This is where the, the plot mm. thickens. But these pressures are supposed to be alleviated, not exacerbated by the existence and implementation of VAR. It is therefore unsatisfactory that sufficient time was not offered to allow the correct decision to be made and that there was no subsequent intervention. That such failings have already been categorised as significant human error is also unacceptable. Any and all outcomes should be established only by the review and with full transparency. This is vital for the reliability of future decision-making as it applies to all clubs with learnings being used to make improvements to processes in order to ensure this kind of situation cannot occur again. And then this is the bit where you feel like they're almost, mm. you know, threatening you. Yeah. In the meantime, we will explore the range of options available, given the clear need for escalation and resolution. What do you think that means? I think the mobilising, mobilising the, the the troops on the border, and they're about to invade the Balkans. It's mad that I mean it? the phrasing of that is like a government issuing that before you know reacting the, to be, some sort of war. Yeah, before the first shots of artillery fire. Yeah, Hungary, like, 1914. Yeah, it's like yeah. <laughs> Bizarre. It's time for escalation and this resolution. Nothing, nothing. Yeah, we have tried negotiation. That mm. has failed. 
Unfortunately, it is time. We've for now gone from Desert Shield to Desert Storm. Yeah, we've gone from protecting Shocker Yeah, to invasion. Yes, like it is quite a bizarre way to put it. Yeah, and they're obviously fuming. And I get it. Listen, I would be livid if I had a perfectly good goal. I mean, the, the Ganacho one at Arsenal is bad enough, but at least there's some point of debate there where you can go maybe he's offside maybe he's not yeah. there's, there's still it's not clear cut but there's a chance he might be offside yeah. Diaz wasn't offside no there's not even a debate he didn't and even look offside no he didn't and the fact they wouldn't even put the lines on the screen because they yeah. thought we can't put lines on because that'll show he's not offside and we've, we've dropped a, uh, a Rick here says it all so I understand and I don't often say this I understand why Liverpool are fuming yeah it's just that statement and then is rather odd the, the 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 explanation that came out that Darren England, who up until two days ago I thought was a Rowan Atkinson character, Darren he came England. out and said Johnny English, whatever his name is, nice. came out and said, "Oh, um, I said check over because I thought the goal had been given." Yeah. So actually, carry on and play. How there's also two people in that booth. How did neither of them know that that goal hadn't been given? It wasn't difficult. To work to like, what, were they not watching the game? <laughs> like they, because we we've heard from a pretty good source today as well that you know I've seen some people saying that they don't believe that that's the excuse. They don't believe that he thought the game had been uh, the goal had been given. That they, they think that's a conspiracy to cover up you know some more nefarious goings on. Uh, we've heard from a very good source today actually that he did think that he just for whatever reason they just thought the goal had gone in. But that means they can't have been watching the game. Are they not allowed the sat? What was he doing? Putting in his lunch order or his dinner order? What What were they doing when that goal went in for them to not know it had been not given? Oh come what on! What were bro. they doing? You've been on enough away days to know what it's like when you're absolutely levered and sniffed out your head, <laughs> exactly. and you're like, and then someone goes, "Right, York's just got the winner," and you're like, <laughs> facing the wrong way. What? Who are we playing? Where am I? Oh, I've wet myself Am again. I at my house? Yeah. No, I, you're at we've football. We've all done that. I slept through the 1999 FA Cup final because I had a load of painkillers and vodka. It happens. Is that what you're saying they did? Yeah. Oh, I don't you know if you should Bang at that. it. Yeah, it's a great game. It's a God. And then someone goes, what do you make of that? They go, yeah, it's Check that. over. Yeah, it's sound. Mm. And then they go, you look up and you go, hang on a minute. Sure the scouts has just scored. But oh, mate, did we forget to tell him? Forget it, no one will notice. And then to compound that, you're not allowed to, the refs who let's not forget run football yeah and the rules are made by the refs yeah they come out and say we're not allowed to stop the game once it's started like it's i don't even know like you've just pushed a boulder off a cliff it's in China. get that back oh it's, it's a thousand tons and it's gone off the cliff it's not that just blow your whistle and the game stops you do it hundreds of times a game the blow your whistle go there Sorry, we've, we're going to have to pull it back. I know we, sh we shouldn't, but we're going to, obviously. James Pearce has said um, eight minutes ago, I don't know how new this information is, if he's breaking it or if it's out there already. Uh, Liverpool have made a formal request to Pogmold to receive the audio between Love referee this. Simon Hooper and VAR Darren England during the process that led to Luis Diaz's goal being wrongly disallowed. Imagine if we're right. I can't wait. And they were on it. I can't wait. just steaming. Fucking Or just watching. Oh, Imagine if you're on the phone watching, like, I don't know. Neighbours. You just do them chatting. Eastenders. Them yeah. Like, they're just on the phone. Them to the VAR like, yeah. booth. Murder on the dance floor. Oh, yeah. have you got her number? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Text her. Hey, look at her. <laughs> like, just being proper just weird, pervy men. Perverts. Yeah. And it's like... What? Not that we're saying they are these no. things, are they? We'll just imagine but, if they were. Yeah. What, I, I, 
if you are either of those two men who's in yeah. that booth, you are shitting it. Because yeah. the no way what's actually happened is, okay, goal given. Okay, perfect. Yeah, right, we're ready for VAR. Okay, yeah, um, you know, decision done, for carry on. There's no way it's that. Because you can't have watched the game and think that that happened. I think it's going to be this, so funny. This is. I can't wait to hear this it. This is, right? A, a Rebecca Vardy, I've dropped my phone in the sea scenario. <laughs> right? Yeah. That is the only way out. Yeah. You go, what, what do you want? The, the audio, you'll never guess what happened. I put it. it on a disc, right? The, all the audio, and it yeah. wasn't backed up. And then I've dropped the disc down a grid. Yeah, this is absolute. Yeah, um, and I can't remember which grid it was. Which one? I could just try it. Probably yeah, the one in that um, one. Manchester. Yeah. Or might be it might be Liverpool. What's right? his name? That guy that died in prison. The um. The, what? Ronnie Craig. No, the one who had his Reggie own little Craig. island and that. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. This is the the footage. <laughs> That's of the most bizarre way of describing him I've ever heard. What? Like <laughs> how he dies in prison on his little island. This is like the. Um, so this point. is the CCTV footage of Jeffrey Epstein's prison cell during his death, isn't it? Yeah. That footage is not making the light. No, it's not. Um, what happened? Oh, that, do you know that VAR truck? Drove off a cliff. Yeah, it is that, innit? I can't it? believe it. The whole truck is just it's, fucking I pressed, this is gone. Toy Story 3. Yeah. I pressed the wrong button and deleted it. I all. mulched it. Yeah. Oh, like, I pressed mulch after oh, we're done. no, Is it not man. meant to mulch it? Like, I've mulched seriously, it. this is the, miss, the missing 16 minutes of the Nixon tapes. We're yeah. about to witness that. And the meltdown will be biblical. Or, what I hope they do, reject the request. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, we've made a mistake. We did it. Okay, we were confusing. Go no. Imagine if they did Fuck that. Off. I'd love that if they went. It sets a bad precedent if we start just dishing out audio. Yeah. So we're not going to do that. What do, you, what do you want next? Our national security numbers. Yeah. Our children's school addresses. Yeah. It's, it's uh, not happening. It's uh, what's it's your a data protection issue. Data protection. Like you just say that. Data it's protection. protection. Because no one knows really what data protection issue. is. Because for some reason the yellow pages could exist for. 50 years, which yeah. has got everyone's address and phone number in it yeah. in your local area. That's legal. But for some reason, if you want to find out, you know, what size shoe a celebrity's got for whatever purpose you're your, not right? allowed to. Give us your best excuses for the, the audio going yeah. missing. I want to hear them, right? What do you think is a good reason why this audio won't see the light of day or why they missed it? Why mm. they missed the incident? What they're going to come out with? I want to hear. We've got some already. Um, Dan United 94 says Louis I lost my balance and fell on his tee and fell tee first into his shoulder Suarez levels of excuses yeah. uh, incoming um, Acorn Electric says Donald Trump's pool guy flooded the VAR server yeah, didn't that a Trump move like flooding his flooding his basement or something to get rid of all the evidence like Fantastic. love a bit of that um, Ross Murphy said I thought that the button was send actually I accidentally pressed delete. Yeah. I like that one. Good That's one. a good and then one. And I it? accidentally right clicked on the um, recycling bin and accidentally pressed delete permanently. Yeah. <laughs> just these mice. I don't, I've got. I've. I've got an idea actually. I reckon what happened is, do you know, like every so often, as a treat for being really good, yeah. I think they get to turn the VAR truck into a Varty truck. We know we like disco balls, yeah, music, yeah, 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 like yeah. canapes. You can invite all your mates around. They're like a little party bus. Yeah. They have a little Varty bus. And it's all the refs. <laughs> and just getting all, like, getting all the mates in, dealers in, like, just everything's going off. I reckon they had, it was the Varty time and people have just lost it. Um, Witterbird, right, has, has said this. And I don't know whether she means this, but I think this would be great. Yeah. If they, do you remember those prank um, phone messages you get where it was porn? Yeah. Like, imagine you just sent them the other, it was a slap. <laughs> like, 
So they go, we've got the audio for you, send it. And go, right, we're gonna listen to this. And it's just like that porn. Oh, oh. You're like, what? What's this? <laughs> ah, oh, Frankshire, have a bit of that. No, like, hey. Just send him the old Rick Astley. Yeah. Just take it back to 2008. <laughs> like, just, just never gonna give you up it. Just mess with him. Oh God, right. I love that so much. Don't get me wrong, right? If this was United, this, I would be raging. Or the sound, yeah. the sound of Gareth Bale scoring in the Champions League final against him. Just oh, rip mate. into him. Just go even. Just you know, like, blast him away. I used to love it. You know, like I started learning how to edit. Yeah. And you do like those edits of like, oh, fair play to Liverpool. This is a great goal. And you do the build up to Luis Suarez scoring, then it changed to Gerard slipping. <laughs> like, I used to do that all the time. I used to love it. I, like, I, I never tire of doing that. that. And yeah. it just do something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like the first bit is like leading up to it, yeah. and the last bit is and Gerard slips and then bye bye. One nil to Chelsea. You're like, oh, what? How did that happen? They've got sorry. The PGML have got a, a, a chance here to do some of the greatest joking <laughs> in the history of football. If they waste that because of professionalism and the sanctity of the game, yeah. it's a disgrace. Uh, Genuinely, you won't get another chance like this. Liverpool are so mad. Yeah. They're so mad. Yeah. And let's not forget, other than one year, yeah. there has been 33 years of failure, yeah. or 32 years, whatever it is, of failure, yeah, yeah, yeah. that you can just pluck and reference in whatever audio you send back to them. Just, Honestly. just do it right, please. I'm scared for them. I'm scared for Darren England and whoever else it is. Well, that's one point I would like, like to make. I am genuinely, because, like, Liverpool, and, and part of it, right, I'm, I'll be honest with you. You've said this to me before. Like, I think part of it, I do admire it to a certain degree, right? And yeah. I think when they do it in the right way, I think you have to admire them. And listen, I'm not going to say, oh, I love Liverpool fans here, because I don't. No. But if you look at what they went through, I'm not trying to get deep, but let's be honest, they had the government lie to them, they had the press treating them like scum. And they went through something that was horrendous and they mm. fought their corner for 30 odd years, whatever it was. And they fought and they fought and they fought and they never gave up and they got the justice. I think they're getting the justice they deserve and fair play to them. And you see that trait in Liverpool and you see the way they will defend their players. They will circle the wagons. They will get behind their players. And sometimes like the whole Suarez things, it goes too far. And other times you go, you know what? United should be could be a bit more like that, yeah. where when you've got a youngster or a player who is struggling or whatever, and they're like, oh, we're not, he's one of our own. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We I won't do. have anything bad about him. We're going to get behind him. And I think there's a part of me that sort of begrudgingly admires that about yeah. Liverpool as a fan base. And I know they've been through hell to get there, but they'll do that. And you go, you know what? There's something in that. Mm. But then there's also on the flip side of it where they can just go completely the other way and like go after anyone that comes for him yeah. in a way that's like, whoa. Yeah, I'm going a minute. We saw it, and I don't want to keep referencing, but it was a good example of what happened with some of them, not with all of them, towards everywhere. They were just like, yeah. he's, he's the, the Antichrist. Yeah. Now, I think this kid, Darren England, is going to get a bit of that. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's the only issue I have with this, because obviously, on one hand, well, the, I've got two issues and I've got one positive. Yeah. Two, one step forward, two steps backwards. Yeah. The positive is we might see some revisions to VAR, maybe changed to an automatic offside system which would have helped in this situation yeah um maybe ch or the semi-automatic offside system maybe you know remove some of that sort of interference that var has in football that would be a good outcome yeah the two bad outcomes one is a witch hunt for these people in particular which i, I don't think is fair no um because even if they've made an egregious mistake even if they've were fucking about in the var van <laughs> and were literally <laughs> Like, oh, get, get more of that custard and like they're ordering dessert, whatever it is. Yeah. I don't care. Even if they were just, just crap, they still don't deserve to be 
threatened and no, endangered. No, 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 no. Which I'm right. not saying anyone's doing. You're these, 100% right. We see, we've seen how these steps can happen. The other bad thing that I see, which I think is the most likely negative, is that actually what happens is Liverpool just get slightly more favourable refereeing decisions for the foreseeable future. We saw the, the, the inverse of that when they, uh, Klopp in particular, and Lampard did the same, but Klopp was sort of the, the spearhead, came out and moaned about how many penalties United were getting. We got one in the next 12 months or one in the next six months after that. If this just leads to referees being slightly more favourable to Liverpool, getting th those ones where you see them given, so, you know, not cheating, but when you see them given, they're all going Liverpool's way, or actually, well, maybe, because we, we fear not just the sort of Twitter backlash, which everyone does, but also this official backlash that we're getting from them. And we've seen so many times referees admit, obviously, you don't need to admit it, we know it, they're human, and they do sometimes make mistakes based on emotion and... Um, you know, they're standing as referees rather than what they think is objectively the right thing to do. I think the most likely scenario is Liverpool just get the rub of the green for a while. And this is what I said two weeks ago when we talked about VAR. That's what I think United should have done. I think United should have put a bit more pressure on. And they've done it the right way, Liverpool, because it's not Klopp making excuses. Because this is an official statement, Klopp isn't being called a Mardi arse because he's not making excuses for losing. And I worried that Vink, uh, Ten Hag would get that 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 brush you know uh, painted with that brush of always oh, just making excuses because they've put this out officially it is actually the club itself not one man yeah. and the, and the, they'll probably get some help from this and maybe united should have done something similar because we could do with it and we've seen since that one the 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 um, romero one that i'm talking about the the handball wasn't given we've seen more decisions go against us that could have gone either way they're all going the wrong way it's annoying as well because when, like, when Bruno said you know we're going to get an apology after the Romero yeah. handball and it was like laughed out of sound and yeah it was a, a terrible decision uh, Bernie 91 says 100% uh, base bonus for refs lose 15% for each VAR check lose 30% for each noble mistake and lose 100% for big clear mistakes or something similar I think the problem is right if you start taking wages off referees yeah, bad idea. like you're just going to get fewer referees willing to do this you got to remember that a lot of referees whether you like them or not do this because they like football they like they're not good enough to play it so they become a referee i'm not saying that's a discredit them, but no. they want to be involved in football they haven't got the skills to play football which most people involved in football want to be players so they go down the referee route now Premier League referees getting grief is one thing but what happens is it trickles down yeah. and I remember when I was a local reporter covering this with young lads who were getting screamed at who were doing like under 15s and under 14 games and getting kicked off on and by dads and people in the crowd storming onto the pitch and grabbing them and stuff like mm -hmm. that and youngsters who were just giving them a bit of stick and stuff and it does it trickles down to like I know it sounds crazy but people just think oh all refs are bad I'm not having it. I'm going to give it to them. So the Pogma or whoever it is have got to do something about this and while we might laugh at Liverpool and sort of revel in their misfortune, they've obviously got a case here to answer the, the fact the that... The Diaz one is just astonishingly just bad, isn't it? It's yeah. awful. As, as angry as I was about the Garnacho one, which, let's face facts, right? There's an alternative universe here where that goal is given, yeah. right? We win that game. Eric Tanag isn't under any pressure no. and he survives the end of the season no matter what, yeah. right? What could happen in this, the real universe, is Eric Tanag, and I'm not saying it will happen, but there is a way that if we don't turn this season around a bit quickly, he ends up getting sacked. Yeah. Now, that could have been the catalyst. That could have been a win away at the Emirates. Because not only could've, is it boom, a big let's win, get going it's three now. points, it draws Arsenal closer, it mm -hmm. gets rid of this not one against the top nine thing. Yeah. It's, it's 
it's such a massive win that would have been. And I, yeah. I personally think he was probably just about offside. I do. But I do. So I'm just close. saying, I'm just saying like it, that, that could have gone. But my point is yeah, that exactly. could have. And at least the sort of the reason that I'm able to just about keep my sanity with it is I think there's a good chance it is offside. Yeah. Like even if it's millimetres, there's a chance that that is offside. If I knew for a fact it wasn't, yeah. as the Diaz one obviously isn't, to the point where they couldn't even find lines to show you to make it offside, no. unless they, they bended them. Drew them on with a highlighter that, yeah. that thick. Yeah, like, I would probably be just like, what is the point anymore? Yeah. Like, what even, like, forget it. I can't be bothered because it's just beyond corrupt. So I get the, the reason they're fuming. It is disgusting. And even though it's Liverpool, they've been affected by it. I think that they do deserve, something needs to happen here where they can come out and say, look, this is why it's happened and this is why it won't happen again. Yeah. Um, someone here, I can't find the, the chat, or someone said they were listening to Webby's Tales. That was it. Martin C says they were too busy listening to Webby's Tales on the paddock. Webby, I think he's coming back in, Uncle Webby, Great. on um, Friday. Right, Joseph, yeah. give me your Wally of the Week. Hmm. It's tough, isn't it? I think Lady Luck, if right. I can be so okay. bold. Just yeah. feel like United are a bit unlucky at the minute. And I feel like it might end up like costing Tenag his job. And it's not just luck. There's a lot of problems, genuine problems on the pitch and obviously off the pitch that are sort of out of Tenag's hands. But I just feel like if you replayed that Crystal Palace game, just honest, like simulation. You've gone right. You've Everyone, gone out on a limit, and I admire this about you because you you've not done the populist thing. The populist thing when United lose is to chastise, criticise everyone associated with Manchester United Football Club. If you come on here and you just go, everyone's rubbish. They all want sacking. Everyone yeah. will agree with you and go, you know what? Yeah, you're right. It's it's awful. But you said actually, if you look at the stats, look at the performance, look at certain aspects of the game. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. No, and I think, and, and I had the benefit, and I don't know, well, to be fair, it didn't have British commentary anyway because it wasn't televised in England, but I watched the game on silent, so I wasn't in, like, you mean led anyway. You mean with the watch along with me and Ronnie on? Yeah, of course. Um, but I think if you, re all, if you sort it? of put all of those chances and all of those shots and all of that possession and, and the XG and all of that into a simulator and did it a hundred times, yeah that exact same game again. United would win that game 60 plus times. We had more chances. We didn't have amazing chances. We weren't great. I don't think it was a very good performance, but they barely had any chances yeah. and they won that game. And we had more good chances than they did and we lost it. And I just think it's unfortunate that, you know, what is a mixture of some horrendous performances, I said this on the preview, Bayern was horrendous. Second half against Tottenham was horrendous. Wolves was horrendous, but there's been some you know, relatively bright performances in those. Or Brighton was horrendous, um, but you know Burnley was okay. The both of the games against Palace were decent, and 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 Arsenal was a decent performance as well. But they've all gone the wrong way. Yeah. There's no game this season where you go, um, except Wolves maybe. We got the rub of the green there, and and I just feel like hopefully it's not going to cost Ten Hag. Hopefully you know it'll turn around before it's too late because we've we've seen this path too many times. And as much as it pains me to say it, we we're, we're looking at the potential demise here and I, and I hate that um, who's your Wally of the Week my Wally of the Week someone right there's some good suggestions Whitterbird says can't we make Gary Neville Wally of the Week for his over the top anti-United bias Ross Murphy is quite deep this but he makes a good point so I'm going to raise it uh, shall, shall I tell you Wally of the Week 
uh, or Wally's of the Week with them two Sheffield Wednesday fans who mocked the Sunderland kid, Bradley Lowry, yeah, who passed that. away. Jesus wept. Like, what yeah. is that about? Seriously. And, and I'm not, I'm not one, well. sorry. And there's Newcastle fans as well on that video talking about Munich. Like, yeah, we've seen that. We've seen Newcastle fans talk about Munich. Yeah. We've seen these Neanderthals waving a picture of the kid who, who died. I mean, he's nothing off limits here. Just get a grip of yourselves. And I'm not one for going, oh, just nick him and throw him all in jail, whatever. But they certainly need football bans because they're just disgusting. Yeah. My Wally of the Week, I mean, it's not, you know, it's, I'm hardly going for anything much better here. Or we don't want to get into which is worse. But the, the, the abuse that Adogi, Destiny Adogi was getting on social media, and I'm sick of seeing this. Mm. And I'm not even saying the Wally of the Week are the people doing it, obviously, they are Wally's. When a social media company is going to get a grip of this, because if I post a video or a clip of the goal from the weekend, it gets taken down like that, I'll get my account suspended. If I go and racially abuse a footballer who scored a goal against me, nothing happens, mm. or it takes months for anything to happen. It just gets it gets left up there, and it's just pathetic. And we see this time and time again. It's almost now, right? You know, you don't even have to do anything bad. Just do something mildly, you know, annoying to the mm. opposition and you'll see all these accounts just trolling them and using racist emojis and using racist abuse and these social media companies are just like oh, uh, uh, oh come on keep them you can police it when it comes to copyright stuff so you yeah. can police it with that so you need to get when a grip it, of it when it's a big company losing money yeah they're, they're all over it they can yeah. get the ai involved then they can they can sniff it out a, a million miles away when it comes to someone being abused you know, oh, well, we're not sure we can't ban that because it's this, this and this. No, just fucking sort it out. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, thank you to everyone who got involved. Some really good chats there. Enjoyed that one. Um, we're going to be back um, tomorrow. With, oh, Galatasaray again. Tell you what. Another game. I can't, I don't know how many, how many games are we having here? How long? Sick of it. Is the season nearly done yet? I know. Like, do you know when you like go 1-0 up after two minutes and you're like, All right, come on ref, blow your whistle, full mm. time, we're done. Like, I've had to enough fair, now. Can we just settle for being 10th or wherever we are? We might win it. <laughs> yeah. We might win it. <laughs> this might be as good as it gets. Um, that's been Joe Smith, Abby J. Moy. Don't forget to check out our event in Dublin on the 28th of December. Pan it live with John O'Shea. There's a link in the chat in the description, so join us there. Don't forget as well, if you're not doing already, to subscribe to the channel. We'll be back tomorrow with the Watch Along. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network.